0: We had a chance to talk to a man who started something to change the perspective on how we look at the Philippine street culture today. Before the rise of Hypebeast or heist Snobiety, and for the Philippines, its purveyor, we've been all about the essential need of buying clothes, getting a haircut, and even learning through school. When they finally came to the world, knowledge was now within reach. It became accessible. Culture was driven faster, and the industry has now become bold. We're proud to introduce DDP's first guest. Marvin Cunanan of Purveyor. We can start by you introducing yourself, yeah, who you sorry. are, what you do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Marvin. Uh, I'm a founder, I'm the founder of Purveyor. Uh, I co manage it with my partner, Sarah Martinez. And then, so the team is just me and Sarah as the managing team, and then one full-time person, which is Kivyed, who manages the store, and then uh-huh. a lot of part-time, uh, and per project basis. I can mention the part time is Trisha Quintero, who's our associate editor. Uh, our retail supervisor also is uh, Rico. And then one of the store associates as well is Vero. So that's most likely the core team. Oh and Zadine Al- Alvaro, which is our go who is our go to photographer for okay. for what we do. But they're really the managing everything else. Uh uh, everything purveyor is just me and Sarah. Yeah, so going back to what they do, uh, so yeah. I founded it, but really it's because it's just me and Sarah, we do everything mm-hmm. under purveyor. Uh, purveyor is, as we call it, some multi dimensional media brand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we do four things as of now, four things digital, uh, print, uh, retail, and events. So we do these things just to be. Uh, I guess a platform, a 360 platform for creatives or for stories of creatives to be shared. Like, I mean, uh, you can find us on online through our digital platforms, social media, uh, YouTube, podcast, right now. And then on print, if you're ever in a bookstore or mm-hmm. if you want to be more, if you wanted to delve deeper into content, like in on print, it's always at least 20 pages long for one article. So it's really just really a full blown content wise thing. Right. Mean, you have to sit down, you have to really take time for it. And then for events it's really a physical manifestation of what we do. It's connecting all the uh, our audience, our community and the people who really who's behind the creative culture of right. the Philippines. And then retail is previously it was really a retail store concept. Uh, but the only difference is we try to have a service in retail. I mean, product and service mm-hmm. within the store. Uh, but this year we we closed down. Last year we closed down the other store in Baguio. Oh, first respect. one, yeah. yeah. And then this year we retained the poblacion one, which we are where we are now. Uh, we changed it the concept to we are retail media. So it's really about sharing stories that uh, we share or we create or we tell uh, in a physical space. So mm-hmm. it's extending, the, I guess, life of, of a story yeah. that we share. So it's you if you really want to want if you're really inspired or you want the story that you read online or maybe on the magazine, mm-hmm. you go to the store and maybe we can activate that story through an exhibit or through a product. Oh yeah. So that's retail. And then yeah, I guess that's it. So the first. Really, the point, the purpose of uh, Purveyor is really to enrich life through creativity and culture. So, I guess that's the shortest explanation mm-hmm. I can
0: get. Right now, we're here at that, yeah. Purveyor Post, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, basically, Purveyor Post's purpose is uh, to make a physical version out of the, out of the influences online that everyone yeah, sees. Yeah, something right? like that. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. a spatial representation of the yeah,
0: yeah, Of everything we do. Yeah. Okay. Also, you have a, a Purveyor Coffee? No, 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 so, we don't. Uh,
1: that's uh, just a uh, short program that we did uh, okay. for the store. Because we... Previously, this this store is open 2, 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. Mm. Uh, so there was a short afternoon span that we can serve coffee. And then I felt like we did a Prevere Coffee program. Okay. So where we partnered with a few roasters. Instead of coffee shops, it's coffee roasters. So it's really pushing... Uh, the, these roasters, because the reasoning behind it is not we don't have a lot of local beans. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean we have a lot, but it's not really as progressive as we want okay. it to be. I mean, we have calisada, but other than that, it's really there. Everyone's just starting. So we've so focusing on the roaster, maybe they can bring in a be a third wave or specialty beans from Ethiopia or mm-hmm. some somewhere else or Colombia but roasted here so it's still local in some sense so we focus on that so we partnered with a few last year uh, which is Quesada Yardstick El Union for a bit but we stopped it just because the store is 5pm onwards so yeah. I mean Natana not will, will really drink coffee at that time
0: so yeah okay cool so uh, take us back to the day you thought of the, this project like from the first day that um, you thought of this project take us back to it
1: yeah okay the first ever I guess I mean if I remember correctly (laughs) yeah yeah, uh, when was this exactly I guess it was I can't pinpoint the time when I thought about it but yeah what resonates to me or what I remember clearly is when I talked to a a few friends of mine about not having a high beast on the Mm. Philippines
0: in 2000
1: early 2012 early early 2012 so that was if I remember correctly it's I was with RJD, which is a really famous rapper right now. For sure. Yeah, artist. And then, uh, and George Balobalo, who who uh, was part of Commonwealth, uh, also the manager of Bauer Clan. So okay. we were talking. Uh, and then, that night we we talked about it, and then I felt like maybe yeah maybe we can do it. So I I, uh, it stuck to me, and then I really wanted to do it. Uh, after that night, maybe the week after. I hit up some pe- people, maybe, who wanted to partner up with me pushing the the, the platform or the yeah. website. Because I was doing Chief uh, as well at that time. Uh, Chief is a menswear brand that I started in 2012. That was in March. And we thought of it around mid-2012 or April-2012. That. So, I can't really do it on alone at that time. I mean, in, in okay. my in my in my state or I was thinking about now, maybe I can't do it alone. So I was try- trying to look for partners. Uh, I think I hit up Soul Movement, Martin, David, mm. uh, if you know. But he was also busy, so okay. After a few talks with some people, I, I figured maybe just do it. I mean, I just write random shit yeah. and then three sentence paragraphs and then post new collections. Oh. I mean, how Hypebeast was doing it before? Maybe now it's a little more in-depth, but before, it was really just news, uh, sucky writing. I mean, for us, (laughs) sucky writing. And then, just post anything that I can see. Like, new music, new collection, new store, whatever. That interests me. So, I started that around August.
0: Mm, August of 2012. Yeah.
1: But I wasn't really promoting it. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't promoting it as much. Because I felt like, if I promote it and it doesn't have any content, um, people wouldn't really go back to it. So, okay. I posted for a month without really promoting it. I just wrote for a month. Okay. And then September, also, while writing, I was looking for, I was thinking about how to launch it online. So, uh, September, I figured, oh, I'll launch it. So, in August, I was talking to people already. Since I have my brand and I have a few friends in the scene already because okay. of the brand. Also, also, on on the site, I was doing another blog, uh, Ask for Sneaker Hunts. Okay. I don't know if you know of that. It's a street photography. No, what do you call this? Street fashion photography, in a way, but it's focused on sneakers. Ah, uh, so, so it's like
0: a zine for sneakers. Something
1: like that. But so, uh, it's Sartorialist, I'm very inspired by artorialis at that time. But I was also very into sneakers, so I mix. I mix the the oh, concept together. Okay. So it's, I think I got around five hundred features. I think 500, yeah. Uh, I was really just going around, coaching people, taking photo of their shoes and th- themselves. So oh. they just really like that. Uh, so at that time, I really knew how to run a blog already. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at the small scale. So, because of that also, I met a lot of people oh, yeah. brand ran in that blog. Uh, so, the concept that I had in mind was maybe I can just uh, do a competition or contest. I mean that was big back then. I mean on, on Facebook. Like do a contest. Follow, share uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So that's that's the concept I have I had in mind. I guess that was the biggest giveaway that I had did. Okay. So parang there were ten brands that said yes to me. Uh, what they did is give give me stuff and then I give it away. So if people I'll choose around two people two, three people to win. <laughs> so what they'll win is let's say one teacher from Nick Automatic, one teacher from a okay. school, one cap from Webcaps, Grey One Social. I think I don't know if Clavel was part of that. It uh, was a, a slew of a lot of local brands. So I guess the winner would bring would, will get around ten ten things from mm. a local uh brands. artist brands. Yeah. Oh, I think RJT also gave a, a, a an, an album. So, I think that worked really well. I look back to it. One of the people who won actually is Marudar, who's Mui, who goes by Mui as M-U-I-I, Mui. Uh, DJ now, who spins in Black Market mm. and also spins for for Bad Decisions. So, it's just funny to, to look back and then oh. see those faces and those, those names as who's now really part Familiar of the scene. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, from there, it started. Uh, I also, I mean, I didn't write it alone. By September, I tweeted or posted about who wants to write for local streetwear or local street culture. Mm. Three people uh, approached me and then they did it pro bono. So that was the first team. That was Chip Esguera, David Villana, and Oleg De Leon. Then all, Chip is in New Era right now. Uh, David's still in Laguna. I think he works there and then. Very part of the scene, hip hop culture. Okay. And then Oleg is a designer, uh, part of an agency right now. So yeah. then I started with them, and then eventually, Damina. <laughs> oh. I mean, a lot of contributors. I mean, I can't name everyone, but yeah. Siling barang core. Siling starting, uh. starting As in, wala pa si Sarah. Because uh, mm. I founded it. Sarah came in two years after, mm-hmm. uh, who helped me, and then eventually she felt like maybe we can uh, partner up. And then I needed that help anyway, so.
0: From from the purveyor thing, right? Like the blog. Mm-hmm. How did it grow into this having uh, can you can you mention that? Uh in mention build in business yeah. of having just a blog, mm-hmm. sharing things and then becoming and having a physical space. Yeah. Okay, so um, the physical, physical space came in
1: after five years back. Oh. so 2012 start the first store in Poblacion is two thousand seventeen. So anyway so just history so 2012 we started that oh. 2013 we got nominated by globe Tata Awards I don't know if you you've heard of that before it was maybe it ran around three to five years okay. so there were actually awards uh, was well, movie award or something like that but for online digital stuff so it kind of pushed me now oh this is something I'm doing something uh, different the in the category that I was nominated for I mean prepare was nominated for. See si Hannah, the photographer who is really big right now. Uh, I forgot. And I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the uh photojournalist. Uh, is, I can not call her a mm. f- street j- street photographer. But yeah, her blog won. Okay. Now he's a, she's a not geo photographer also oh. the yeah. So, so at that time, parang okay. I mean, um, it, this might be something. Mm-hmm. But I was still pushing my brand, other blog, and then. Uh life uh hit me in the bar. 2013, oh maybe I should I need to work because it is something that I uh, is okay. sustaining me. So uh, okay. 2013. Uh I worked with Vance in Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh I was part of the team who started also The Rail. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh Unionist started in 2013, that was late 2013, yeah, that yeah they launched the store. So I worked there for a brief eight months long. What
0: were I mean, you doing there?
1: Things? Uh so Bye, bye, bye. I was a merchandising manager. Okay. I was re- buying I was, you know, mm. again, brand manager in a store. So it's cause it's a small team, so really you have you do everything. Okay. But for vans, since they are they are big, I only spent so uh, little time with them. Mm. As working for vans. I mean I worked with them in the office, but really I was focused on they say buying half products, buying diamond products oh, yeah, for okay. the rail for okay, the, the rail. G. Yeah. So that was eight months, twenty thirteen. I stopped purveyor beef. Briefly, I relaunched it 2014 kasi in 2014 because in late 2013, I was talking to people that, oh, I stopped it muna because mm-hmm. I figured maybe I'll do Chief on the side and then work. Because Chief, I invest in it. It's a floating brand. So that was, I was talking to people and everyone respond that in a way that you should continue purveyor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, eventually 2014, I felt like hmm, maybe, yeah, I can. There's looking at it in a perspective of a business person for, oh, yeah. Or, or yeah in that sense uh, it made more sense for me to do that because in the landscape of media we're very unique I mean for for Chief for the other brand that I was mm-hmm. pushing it it's almost like Uniqlo or something like that it's more because it's casual oh, right. menswear so, so very yeah, selling yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's harder to push the brand or to push the concept because it's a little similar to some to some brands. I mean it's okay. easily uh, I mean people can easily find an alternative for it. Oh, for oh, purveyor, yeah. the concept and the, the the business that I was trying to do, the brand that I was trying to do. is different. Uh, true there were maybe the closest to it was is Clavel. Yeah. Um yeah at that time Clavel only status also, sorry. Status Mac. Yeah. Status Mac. But the difference was they were also talking about foreign Content. Mm. Uh, I would only talk about foreign content if it was related to the Philippines. Until now, naman. I mean, we still try to find ways to skew mm-hmm. it in a way that's applicable to Filipinos or the Philippines or yeah. even Filipinos outside. So yon. So, I felt like it's different. Cause mm-hmm. there was there was no actual media brand that was doing what we're trying to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. I mean, Clavel and Sato is doing good, but we had our own different way of doing things that I felt like they're not doing so kaya, kaya I'm te- saying that it's kind of unique in some sense
0: okay uh I wanna, I wanna I also wanna know who is Marvin if for example walang purveyor like who is Marvin without purveyor mm, probably I really a, I
1: guess people call me a workaholic or but no I, I, I'm not. I mean, I sleep a lot also. <laughs> I mean, people will always say that, how do you do these things? Do you still sleep? But I always get six, seven hours. Of, but I'm not, oh, I don't really, I think about being productive every time, but I also procrastinate a lot. I don't know if a lot is a lot for other people, but no for me, right. it's a lot. So. <laughs> so, I guess if I'm not doing purview, I might be doing something else. I, in the back of my mind, I want, always wanted to be a, uh, full-time photographer in some way. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really found a certain line of what I want to do. Like, maybe it's features or maybe it's uh, photojournalism okay. or gallery or whatever. But I nev- I don't really have the time to really pursue that. So, it's just really something that maybe in the future or maybe if I didn't do purveyor. Because purveyor takes a lot of my time. Okay.
0: Very okay. like, you want to photographer,
1: photographer? or maybe some, some business. I really I'm I'm so into thinking about or connecting concepts or every time I read something else like it, sometimes I stop myself from reading a different kind of genre of magazine or mm-hmm. book because when I do that I always try to if I find something very valuable I try to put it inside the concept of purveyor or I always think of a new concept maybe I'll do another deck for a week Because okay. I won't really do it <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh. so it's it's always for me I guess I can be a parang I don't know a business or manager or something like that but it's really about building concept in a way oh. connecting opportunities to people I really like doing that also and for wherever we do that we, I always try to connect people with oh. other people who I think might be valuable for, for both of them
0: oh yeah uh, uh, speaking of connecting people mm. yeah, I just figured uh, since this podcast is really all about learning and things like mm. that, maybe, uh, is it okay if you can like give some tips for mm-hmm. young dreamers who are listening right now. And uh, just tips on how to build a culture. Because cause everyone sees that Purveyor built a really distinct uh, mm. culture. And everyone's supporting it. So uh, can you give some tips for the kids out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: okay, I guess, I we'll us start long with, with this the statement that you cannot build a culture.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: actually I talked about that in, in my... uh in Japan last year oh. that, that it's uh, you really can't do that it's more of what Purveyor does is mirroring community or the culture it's really just sharing these stories that we feel like is right the only thing that maybe we kind of control is how we create or edit it like maybe this is something that we don't really like I mean at, up to that point lang yung kaya namin mm-hmm. it's not really us building a culture it's okay. more of choosing what fits what we like and then showcasing that but usually since I'm very, very curious also oh. I'm, I'm very much into a lot of things like it started as a street culture brand uh, street culture media brand but now I can I mean I'm, I'm talking to let's say a ballet school mm. and I wanna feature the founder just I mean, just because it's been there for so mm. long and ballet is still a kind of art and, and culture or creativity so there's a sense of connection to what we do and then so it's really just finding I guess it's editing or curating uh, of some sort but yeah I go back to that you can't build culture you just have to edit in a way that uh, fits your lens or fits your
0: uh, world in a way interesting yeah. so find a find a culture that fits you yeah yeah don't build a culture uh, yeah
1: yeah I, I, you can but it might that I guess that fits let's say for a, some, some brands like clothing brands okay. uh, they would start as a group or a community mm. and then that also works uh, maybe but you're kind of niche to that um, yeah uh, unless you collaborate with someone but, but then it's always just you Parang, I guess it's kind of different for us I Say we're a media brand so right. it's more of shining light to what's there mm. than really creating and then creating something out of nowhere parang ganon it's uh, a lot of brands can do that but for us I think that's the mission of what we do it's awesome. really I mean there are a lot of stories out there already I mean why
0: not just shine light on that that's cool yeah, yeah. Uh, so to, to add that uh, on mm, that yeah. subject do you think that there is still for the, for the brands that in the parang mm-hmm. up and coming yeah. and things like that do you think, do you think that there's still chance with just a lot of going, a lot is happening going on in the scene. nothing. do you think there's still chance for newborn brands? Like let's say, let's uh, say there's a new DBTK. Yeah. Things like that. Uh, do you think there's still chance for them?
1: There, there is I feel because uh, actually there's an opportunity, a big opportunity still. One, let's just be more on the business side. One is a lot more. Tourists come in, uh, immigrants come in, so mm-hmm. that's added market to, to, to our, uh, to our country, and maybe maybe you won't be able to capture everyone, but that's just uh, something that that's there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So imagine just let's say a million people, and then more people come in, so it's just really mm-hmm. a big chunk of the market. So uh, another is, to be honest, we're only really just tapping so little of, of the Philippine market mm. so I mean DBTK is big the biggest right now but they're following maybe 100,000 100,000 is just a fraction of the population of the oh, Philippines yeah. Yeah. so that's so little of what we can mm. still uh, uh, get I mean what I'm saying I mean people when brands like Uniqlo or bigger brands come in the Philippines people are kind of worried that maybe they they will stop people from buying local or maybe uh, okay be detrimental to local industry. But I I thought maybe uh, at that time parang why not I mean brands can compete with each other in oh, some right, way. Cause sure. they're in the yeah. spe- same spectrum. Yeah yeah They kind of it's a natural um, Yeah they have to survive looking yeah. but I was thinking maybe we can just band uh, work together to push the scene in a way and imagine the unique low market just capture 10% or 20% of that and distribute it to all the local brands. That would mm-hmm. be huge, right? So I guess it's more of that. So the opportunity is there. If, if, if we can really grow the culture market or change people's perspectives mm-hmm. through each brand's uh, direction, I think the market is big for everyone. And then opportunity for others also is there are a lot of things that's not here yet. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if the point if we're gonna put up a bigger store and just all local there are things that we lack a lot I mean like if you put a you know, it's a Dover Street or a opening ceremony when they're still open you can't put it up here without any international brands because the 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 market of let's say fashion or products mm-hmm. br- products plus branding is still lacking I mean we don't have we can't find a local source for footwear or a local source for let's say for bags it's just mm. one two brands so in in in, in reality Mm-mm. the retail market or industry is still retail, local retail industry is still lacking in terms of the offering yeah because everyone's just putting out t-shirts which is good I mean that's good expression but if you really look at it go out and then Uh-oh. look at it in a perspective that what's lacking in the market there are a lot I mean even with style like if I'm looking for... Before when I started Chief, it was really casual menswear. So we doing mm. cut-and-sew, polos, jackets. And then... Uh, at that time, there were a few other brands doing that. Now, it's all just three t-shirts and a few mm. uh, hoodies here and there. So if you really look at the local market, if I'm looking for a shirt or a long sleeve or a bottom down, where will you go? I won't, I won't find anything that's easily available. So I'll go to Uniqlo anyway. If yeah, I'm doing it right now. So the the opportunity for brands per se is there, but I guess people are just not looking at the right direction, or maybe some people might not have the capacity to pursue mm-hmm. that. Like producing shoes is kind of expensive, oh, but awesome. there is there is opportunity.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome yeah. to hear for everybody, deba. Mm-hmm. So like, honestly, like since since last or twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. like, everyone just kept making their own Pushing, yeah. thing, right? So. So because being right now twenty twenty uh for the past two years mm-hmm. for sure the almost everyone are trying to like build uh uh their own standards yeah, yeah. and everything like that so that's the curiosity in Mina uh kicking in but um hi uh you can't really count it nah yeah it's just and a lot really, of it yeah. lang, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of it, but also I'm really proud of it diba? 'cause uh like the brand that I am doing right now mm-hmm. is really all about that, yeah. uh, uh, from, for, from the hesitation of, yeah. of people here and now mm-hmm. it's, they're already out of their hesitation yeah. and they're yeah. already doing it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So for the brands, no? mm-hmm. uh, to help the brands then, uh, I want to know if, well we want to know mm-hmm. if, yeah. when should you use a sponsored ad mm-hmm. for a business? Uh if you if you have any idea? Yeah, I feel like it can use it anytime.
1: <laughs> no, I say I feel. I mean, nowadays it's really a matter of of the market right now It's not that you know sensitive to it. I would I would mm. assume I would uh, not assume I would believe. Oh. Like, cause I, I mean, before it was really about oh you're selling out, but really it's just a sponsor that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a matter of one part lang. I guess it's if you're overdoing it Mm-mm. it might be too much but let's say if you put out a collection it's really good I mean you just want more eyeballs to see it Just okay lang yan. I guess yeah. it's it's a matter of using a tool to push your uh, to push your brand more Mm-mm. I guess that's where a lot of new brand owners or uh, I don't want to call it not in a negative way but purists in some way Okay, is they don't look at it as a business
0: that's actually uh where i 'm going for uh, yeah. what i 'm going for the question yeah
1: yeah, but it's a matter of i mean if you want if you really want the brand to sustain you Uh-oh. i mean you have you have to earn so much for it i mean mm. for for the month at least right? uh, if it's just an expression a project, then okay, go for it, but the problem is can uh, cycle I think I've mentioned this a few times with my friends. Uh, in two thousand twelve, may cycle like we had the brands that I know, but Siguro one to two na lang yun uh, mm. PPTK is the biggest. Twelve House is still there in that uh, batch. Yeah, and then the next batch is around let's say 2014. Ahoy. Okay. Mayrami naring medyo like, slowdown na or or nahirapan na to produce more products. Yeah. I mean, what's the reason? Just because a lot of these brands or brand owners look at it in a way that it's a project or. They don't really invest so much it's in like, it. It's like a
0: passion project. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is good. Oh, yeah. But you have to understand that it's also business. You have yeah. to understand uh, that to really do this full-time, you have to earn at least fifteen to 20000 a month. Mm. And how do you do that for you? Because if you're not doing that, then you have, you'd you have to find a job after oh, yeah. school. Yeah. A lot of people start in school. So you don't oh. have the, the, the pressure of earning that much because you don't have to pay for mm. yourself. But once you graduate... Then you understand that oh, I'm not getting bound. Oh. Uh, I, I guess I have to work. Then when you work, maybe you like the work, won't walla oh. brand or maybe a shadow busy so work, uh oh. brand. So it's it's a matter of really finding that middle ground of passion and also creativity, mm. direct art direction or I mean the the good stuff, the the glamorous stuff. And then business, like like admin work or understanding how much you should price this mm. whatever i mean all the boring stuff
0: it's, mm. it's it's really you know uh it's a balance of both yeah it's actually a big part of it i believe mm-hmm. yeah so that's why that's why i asked that because i think uh, some of the some of my friends and some of the brands that i know mm-hmm. i know of uh yung mga very passionate sa culture yeah. and yeah. everything uh, they really believe in terms of like bringing in people in their mm-hmm. space yeah but not not uh sponsoring ad and things like that, mm. but I really but I also think na, sponsoring ad is part of the new generation, I yeah. it's like yeah. you know, it's just living with it, like yeah. So I think it's really helpful. So yeah. you
1: know, yeah, because if you like talking about yung selling out or mainstream, is people or sponsoring ad how much does it get you? Talaga? Like, uh, I've heard some people say, na, Oh, I only produce. 20, 30 pieces because it's weird to see a lot of people wearing it. It's parang, uh. okay, but how much are you wearing from that 20 oh, okay. Parang imagine, I guess it works for you but if we're really trying to push something or if we're really trying to uh, push a message to more people, hmm. then we'd have to, I guess that's the lesser evil or necessary evil necessary. kind yeah. of for for the culture to happen. Or I mean, if you look at your favorite brands, it's not like they are just producing even limited it's yon. it's not just 50 pieces it's not it's, yeah. not it's probably thousands or maybe close to a thousand oh. you know? so that's limited for them I mean mm-hmm. if you're saying oh limited now I mean if you're using limited as a uh, selling point a market, and yeah. you really say limited as 5 pieces or <laughs> 20 pieces I mean I guess I kind of feel like you're getting it wrong unless you're selling it 50,000 each each 20, yeah, yeah that's true I, get, I guess maybe that's why but if that's the essence oh. or the of what you're doing, you're just gonna burn out creating stuff and not earning mm-hmm. enough from it, or maybe not getting the value that you oh, oh.
0: you deserve for it. Yeah. So it's yeah, sobrang support mm-hmm. Cause it it's really it's really parang getting more and new people mm-hmm. for you to earn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's really important for mm-hmm. me. So like, my question is, where should the audience base their trust to a brand?
1: No, I guess it's more of being more relatable to the person because every person is different. Uh, also, if you try to to uh, relate to everyone or try to uh, acquire all people to buy your brand or or be a fan or uh, or support your brand, I guess it, that's where it, sometimes it's a problem because mm. you're kind of pushing your brand in, in certain directions that's not natural for him, mm. for for the brand or for you as a an owner because this is where this is why selling out is is wrong per se mm-hmm. or, uh, in some way. Because uh, once you're selling out kind of the customers dictate what you do and then when pe when most not all customers are right for you anyway or not all brands are right for yeah. the customers yeah. so and then when that happens, it kind of the brand lessens in in a way of, uh, or maybe gets out of its true values Mm -hmm. or it's not genuine or enough for all the things that it produces because it's kind of yeah it's not you're kind of trying to chase that paper Mm. I mean I guess that's also the problem if when you're trying to grow a brand or grow a business yeah because numbers is part of it and to get more sales you have to get more customers Uh, that's where selling out the problem with selling out comes in because you're trying to chase that. But they're, the best practices that I've seen, I've read, are, let's say, the hundreds or Supreme, where okay. where they, they limit it to a certain number that they know that can sustain them. Like, mm. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, James Jabayo, Supreme, mentioned that uh, some people would... Uh, tell us to produce 1000 but we're good with 500 but 500 pays for us 500 pays for the people for the store so why produce 1000 so it's something like that but 500 is not limited <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like yeah. my money is not 50 so it's still a lot but it's controlling that number because mm-hmm. it's enough for you so I guess be finding that number that's enough for you is kind of controlling uh, your yourself in selling out quote unquote, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But just because you can sell five hundred now you don't need to sponsor ads uh, you don't need to just because you have a enough following for it mm. but if you don't have that, maybe you have to do more stuff for now
0: yeah so we're on the verge of uh you mm-hmm. this episode yeah. i want to ask i want to ask uh what would you if you had a chance now to mm-hmm. if you, if you have an opp- opportunity to talk to the young Marvin. Let's go back to Purveyor. Yeah, yeah, uh, what would you tell him?
1: Mm, you're, uh, it's very dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what no, no, I'm thinking about. It's uh, you know not dramatic. It's just, actually, I always try to go res- retrospective. La- no, oh, no, that's when, cool. when when I get such projects that I wouldn't think really I'd be doing. Like the store. I mean, uh, three years, four years ago, uh, I, I'll be in, let's say, a family trip to Japan or the States. And then I would go to these stores. And then just thinking about, oh, maybe I can have a store. How oh, how will that look like? I mean, I really want a store. I mean, that inspires you, right? I mean, mm-hmm. When you go to different countries and then you see these cool stores. Yeah. And then when we started this, and then the other one also, it's just so surreal to look back. Oh, yeah. That feeling that now you have a store. Maybe it's not the same level as you wanted, but still, you have a store. So... Things like that. So uh, I guess uh, what I would tell. tell tell the young Marvin would be just you know just keep doing it. Because uh, I, I don't think I've done anything that's I can change or that's gonna change what I'm doing right now. Like the only thing that maybe will change the course of what happened is I guess more money because <laughs> 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 investment. Because I get get to do more stuff early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But because I like, I mean I didn't have. It was slower, but it also it was good. You mm. I didn't push it, I didn't pressure myself. Uh, but I kept on doing things that I think, think is new, thing is not happening yet, uh, good for the brand. Mm. And I also, I guess for, for the listeners as well is what I think I did good also is. Looking back, every time and then growing the concept to brand. I mean, mm. it started as a streetwear brand, uh, yeah, blog, technically, but being very introspective of what we do what I do with Purveyor gave me the reason to think that oh oh when I started Purveyor it was really high beast of the Philippines but I didn't do that because I felt like oh what if high beast goes to the Philippines I mean they're okay. gonna beat me so That's a good thing cause, cause, yeah. cause they're they have all those uh, uh, people or resources HQ, yeah. which is uh, outside the Philippines which is which are the ca- fashion capitals of the world so what can I do differently so that's why I came about the idea of focusing on local and then shining light on local culture because mm-hmm. even if Hypebeast goes here it's just gonna be a team it's gonna go here not the, the main people who's running it so so technically even they go here we still have the upper hand because cause I'm here and then that also gave me the idea of streetwear is still small mm-hmm. uh, but I can't I could've grown it in a way in a streetwear of Southeast Asia or something like that but it's it's gonna be I mean given that I don't have the money I can do that (laughs) so thought of oh maybe we can just grow it I mean Purveyor is not just about streetwear maybe it's about the mindset or about Mm. uh, about creativity maybe uh, how people think how people live and I can share that and eventually it grew and grew and now I mean even after years we still try to morph it in a way that really fits what I think it is right right um the icon, the the logo that we're using, like the I do, still don't have a name for it, but it's a question mark P. Uh actually that came oh, in yeah. around four after five years, six years. I really didn't have uh, an a an logo. Yeah. A logo. Uh, it's just really a uh, word mark. Just a purveyor. purveyor. Uh because yeah, I just didn't think that I mean blogs or newspapers only mm-hmm. really had that. So I felt like oh that's that's enough. But in maybe 2015 or 16 I felt like maybe you can do that what if you produce products what you mm. use it's just, just not the word mark so eventually that happened and the tagline which fits the, the icon so mm. much happened so it, also being patient is, is part of what I think uh, happened uh, what I think I did well or Probably. a bit like not pressuring it not pushing it too much like if it doesn't come right now I can wait for it interesting yeah and then going back lang, quickly because you said how's the change how's the transition from a blog to a store I didn't mention that second. I didn't answer that so parang, so the reason for reasoning for that is so the first one is blog after the blog events okay. so we did some events small events the reason why we got a little funds is we started not started someone approached us for agency work so in 2014 we did some agency work so we mm-hmm. did some content creation for this say Burger King but we didn't push it But there were just a few br- uh, projects here and there that uh, got us a little funds okay so that kind of pushed us oh maybe we have uh, oh we have a, a couple hundred thousands already maybe we can do something else mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, okay we did the magazine but it's really just still out of our pocket okay so that didn't do well <laughs> but, uh, we did but, print. yeah print. I mean it's very expensive yeah and then, but it didn't do well in terms of monetary, but mm-hmm. after that, let's say 2016, we launched it. 2017 palang issue 3 came out, meron ng full, full advertising, cause it's, it's kind of different. Uh, it's full-blown, they covered all the magazine, like ASICs, Commonwealth thing. Mm-hmm. So it was good, that was, and the print also became a calling card for us. Uh, people respect clients. Respected us more. I mean, more brands came to us because of the print. Because these, mm-hmm. I guess, blogs can be done by anyone. or True. Websites True. can be done by anyone. It can be beautiful, even. It can be beautiful even if the one who created it is just high school or, or really young. So it's not a matter of. Uh, it's not a point of admiration for a lot of let's say it's more experienced people. But when we put out print, I guess, we kind of got the respect. Mm. I say it's more creative We're more creative. Because not now. a lot is doing, yeah, are and doing then, it. I guess the fact that we're really passionate enough for it that we're going to spend so much for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then also we ca- it came from a time where, like print's going down. Not a lot of print magazines are there outside. So it's not the, the industry, the print industry is not as exciting. Uh, mm. So being there with, let's say, Mag local... The new ones also, Metro, Lifestyle, Creative, right. Grid also, gave us maybe an upper hand. Like, when people are looking at print, who are the brands who's doing well, who's doing different, doing good? Mm-hmm. Maybe we were there. So, that kind of gave us a boost. Uh, boost in terms of more clients. Mm-hmm. And then, also because of print, we figured out we needed money for issue two. Oh yeah. So one didn't do well. So okay. so we had to raise funds. So Pursuit Fair came about. Oh. oh Pursuit Fair was really a fundraising for Asia 2. And And yeah, yeah. it did well. Uh we wanted to do it in two thousand seventeen again, and then it did well. The first one, I actually it did really well. The first okay. one after the after the beta one. Uh We felt like maybe there's. I mean, we can put up a store because. Uh, these people. I mean, at the first, the the first volume one, but it's really the second one. Uh, I'm sorry, because if the volume zero is the beta, beta, just really the fundraiser. Uh. So, uh, from beta, it's just three hundred people. The first one, uh, four months after, five, five, four to six months after, uh, a thousand people came in. Crazy. So just for one day. So in. We felt like there is a really a market for that, so yeah. that gave us the reason. Maybe it's just it's just one once, one day every fair, twice a year, maybe a lot of people will miss it, so maybe put up a store. So that's the reasoning behind it, and then we the store is just our office before, so
0: mm. so we
1: turned it into something else. I mean, given that in that uh, uh, medyo, we're we're blessed that we have that space in Makati. I mean, my family had that. I mean, we are still rent it, but it's not as high if someone else okay. would rent a place in Makati. So, yung ma gano'n, I guess, it's just use use the resource that you have and uh, find a way to make it happen for, for what mm-hmm. you're doing.
0: And then going to the question, question, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, na, mo na ba, like, ah, What would know. you tell your young Marvin, ah, okay, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you told You told him na to just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't think that I mean from Aston Sneaker Hunts I was taking photos of sneakers taking photos of mm. uh, people, people and then looking up to these brands now I get to work I got to work with Nike I mean not as much as global but closest to it yeah. and then being getting to work with a few other brands like Adidas or uh, lifestyle brands that I looked up to and didn't think that I would be able to work with them in some mm. way now they kind of we hear a lot of things that people really resonate to purveyor. And that's just something that keeps us pushing and just really thankful that I started that and I figured or I figured that doing this would would be something of uh, value to to people here in the Philippines or even outside. Okay.
0: Now I inspire. (laughs) Uh, Last three questions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last three questions. Uh, If you're allowed or if it's possible mm. for you to mention five uh, brands or people that mm. you think uh, who are doing something big uh, these days, who would it be? If it's if it's yeah, okay yeah, for yeah, you yeah, to yeah, mention. What do you mean, brands? Any or local or brands or or people na mm. top five. Top five. That you think now who, who who will do big these uh, this, uh, year, year and this year? This year yeah. or oh, actually, marami. it's kind of hard to say because
1: now it's really fast. Uh, oh my. <laughs> Uh, sometimes you, you don't know this brand is doing something like mm, yeah, right. eventually this year I mean, two projects so big but just to shout out some brands let's say top five yeah yeah let's top five. just focus on local na lang. sure yeah yeah uh, or local things that will happen okay um, I just admire okay um, I mean admire DBTK for even though they have their very own uh community mm-hmm uh, Maybe not a lot of people resonate or maybe in the scene resonate to what they do just because maybe people call them mainstream or something like that. Okay. But I really admire what they do just because they're so focused on what they do. And oh, yeah. they're 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 being successful in what they do without really trying to uh what do call this? Attract the other people. Like mm.
0: They just do what they do, they're solid with what they do yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: I feel like they're still gonna do a lot of things. I mean they just only have one store, even with that one store they have huge collaborations mm. work with a lot of brands, have lines every 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 collection yeah. so so feeling like I mean they still have a lot of up their sleeves
0: uh, another um, is this in order or random no no random,
1: oh, I like. random I mean I haven't thought about this, but uh locally I think sneakers would okay. still be big uh, I mean we just saw Quix uh, oh. the quick. I mean we just knew about the Quix uh, partnership with Adidas so uh, I talked talked to him about it it's two years so there are a lot of shoes coming yeah. out you got it on the podcast it's actually out right now yeah yeah uh, I think he'll produce a few basketball shoes apparel. Mm. So, the, the the weight of the collaboration is actually parallel to how Pharrell Adidas would work. Oh, I yeah. mean, maybe he won't. I don't know if he will be able to work on a consortium type of shoe. Okay. But that weight is just quicks. One beside Adidas is just huge. Oh yeah, it's crazy uh, for for the Philippine market. I mean, uh, maybe after that. We'll get to see a few more brands looking in the Philippines finding collaborators this, maybe yeah. I don't know uh, Titan is also almost like DBDK. they have their own world it's oh, yeah. basketball so and then it's just their 10th year and then I think they have a few things still going on mm-hmm. uh, they started with a, a game at and then they collaborated with global artists brands last year I think they still have some things that they're gonna launch hmm here, I don't know because <laughs> uh, the local brands that I know uh, I mean the others that I'm really close to are kind of still trying to find their way yeah, in okay. terms of really pushing the brand uh, and I'm, I'm just glad that they're still producing and then there's I'm sure that they will be able to uh, produce more in, in the coming months maybe mm-hmm. then pursuit I'm really excited for that just because a lot of brands really prepare for that oh yeah yeah uh another brand, what's it I mean, yeah, what do you, Is Commonwealth why, local? I mean, the, the ones people, the people running it here is local. Oh, yeah, Pero yeah. it came from the States, from oh. Omar. But, technically, it's two companies. Because mm. Omar really runs the ones in the States, in the US. Oh. And my conception runs yeah, stores yeah. here. Runs, runs the stores pH. here. And then, um, the difference is actually means and a different the direction is different. Like, mm. the one in the is a little more sweetwear. A little more, I would bet the first few ones more sweetwear. Here, a little more high, higher-end. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luxury. They're, yeah, they're trying to get the tonal uh, and the, the nepenthes, types of, and I feel like Mike is gonna put out a lot more things. Yes. than this decade. I mean, he started last year with the with, uh, cart with Manila T shirt, so Oh yeah. So I mean he's always doing something uh on on the back and nah we don't know. I mean <laughs> he just opened Aesop so Aesop is also under their company, which so is welcome worldwide. Uh they also run the Adidas originals stores. Yeah, yeah. And what else?
0: Mm, Lasna. Yeah, Lasna <laughs> Wait. Na,
1: let me just think of who Crucial. Who, Crucial. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> gonna be big I feel like I'm just mentioning brands who's more capable of doing something big because it's kind of hard to well yeah kind of hard to compare like like a common brand is worth millions true and then let's say a different brand a more local brand yeah. a more homegrown uh, independent BG. brand is simply is just worth le- a fraction of oh, that yeah. so it's kind of hard to say that this little brand is going to do good if you compare what Uh-oh. this brand can do. Right? Yeah. So so the last one would be maybe Big Boy, Chang or Secret Fresh. So, mm. yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think Big Boy is just a matter of finding a partner who's really going to push him to do something more. Uh, other than what he's doing right now. Oh. Like, a lot I feel like with, the, with his capacity, with the clout of Secret Fresh,
0: in our yeah, it's gonna be bigger. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Uh, any advice for dreamers and doers like me? Actually, I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For for people like me, are you? What's your advice for us? Mm. Last night. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's more of. an un cliche now. Just keep doing it, but I guess I I go away from that. Let's uh it's just to be more, uh mindful of what you're doing. Uh, because being young, I mean, if you noticed, when we usually feature, let print, it's always a little they more more experienced, older. Mm-mm. The reasoning behind that is a personal reason. Then is I mean I've I'm so far from who I was in two thousand
0: twelve,
1: and. And I felt like I knew everything at that time. And, parang, and a lot of young kids are like that. I mean, I came, I was like that. So, parang you felt like you know, you read something, you know. I mean, yeah, technically, you might be more knowledgeable than other people. But once you grow, like, add 10 years to that, the experience just humbles you and then just gives you more. Like, the more, you're more, more wisdom and more knowledge in terms of pushing a concept or understanding how something works. Mm. So it's really just being humble and trying to learn as much as you can. Uh, it it will apparently it will open your eyes in a way that it hasn't it, it, it that you might be stopping from your yourself from kasi you're just stuck to one type of thinking. Hmm. Yeah parang one one thing that I've the most recent because I came from book, Big Bad Wolf books. Okay. So there were a lot of books about business. Mm-hmm. so I was looking at business books and thinking that one struck me that uh, one book about innovation or creativity like he was talking about I think he was talking about like you know, Steve Jobs mm-hmm. how they how innovation and collaboration mm-hmm. help them being creative and being innovative for people who's really into just business that would be very valuable for them okay. but for those in the creative culture who's really open to a lot of things who read some things Parang it's natural, eh, na parang Yeah, I mean, if you just open up yourself to a lot of different cultures, different mindsets, perspectives, mm-hmm. you will find nuggets of things that you like that you can use for yourself. Like, that's yun, yeah, yung collaboration. Yun, but what if this person understood that maybe if I read about, let's like, say, what I bought, let's like, say, sake. Or about sake, history of sake. Okay. Or say, about food or history or something. And then you have that mindset of trying to find uh, connections of what you can do, mm-hmm. instead of just learning about what he does and trying to emulate him. Okay. You get you get nuggets of advice mm-hmm. from different industries that you don't you don't have you won't be able to copy because you're not doing sake or you're not oh, you're not yeah. using But that nugget of advice you can get you can use for your say of your brand. And then now it's more unique, instead of just. Get reading someone, another clothing brand owner, and then trying to emulate what he's mm-hmm. doing. So it's more of opening yourself up to a lot of cultures and different uh, inspirations and trying to find nuggets of inspiration, advice that you will use for yourself.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess, <laughs> guess you name Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. Dude, yeah. You know, so when Um, can I just share? Yeah, no, it's it's very very yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh wait. Do you have any questions? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, I really look up to this brand. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, if man, if ma ala if maala, Uh, I don't know if that's 2012. Ah, okay. I don't know. I'm not sure if 2012, 2014. Mm. Uh, probably 2014. Uh, I uh, my first job was I worked for Converse. Okay. Yeah, and that time I started the brand. Uh, it's called the brand is called Free Natives mm. Global. I uh, used to be called Free Freenatives Clothing and okay. I changed it to Global because yeah. I don't want it to settle in clothes. Clothes, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, 2014, it's just a short story. Mm. I, if my know, I'm one of the kids mm. who who's really trying to, like, email everyone. Mm. Uh, all the people that I look up to, which is, uh, y- yeah, y- yeah. you included. Like, email you.
1: Yeah, natives I think, yeah, I remember email. Right. I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kasi parang, like, I na- mentioned before, uh, like, you know, Van of uh, Tenement, or, okay. uh, like, si Mong, culture, they emailed me or messaged me in the past. And then, I I couldn't remember it. Yeah, like, yeah. But I gave them some advice, and then, parang in the past, like, last year, last last year, they were in talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, they were in a talk or panel talk. Na they mentioned those things, like, they approached me, so, okay, yun, I, I guess that's my advice, right? I mean, I try to. Okay. Uh, I try to really give tips or advice for people who reach out. I think that also helped me because, I read that somewhere. I did that, tapos parang I had a coffee with our awesome planet. You know I Pero I guess because he had a blog, a special blog, and I wanted to reach something like that. So, yeah. so that's I appreciate that. And yeah, I'm siya mismo?
0: well I, I uh for nisha super special you were
1: using the free natives i like, I remember that brand i
0: mean uh yeah for sure yeah. for sure na, na, Nagamet Pero I also emailed you personally mm, okay. uh so email free natives email is like you like pursuit or like iba, 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 stuff like uh the recent recent na release that i did uh was for i don't know if you were uh if na kar- kar- chance to uh mm. to have uh, access on getting it, but it's about it's about. Uh, MLK Day, Martin Martin Luther King mm, Junior okay. Day. So so the the collection was just a few long, as it was just co- it was a collaboration with Jappy Ah okay.
1: okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it did, it did okay. Nice, nice. Uh okay. pero personally, like twenty fourteen ago, like I emailed you, like I really want to work. go. I I forgot the specific yeah, words, yeah, but pero something like I really want to work for purveyor. But yeah. If you have any, like position, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then then you replied. I was I was really happy about it. Just sabi mo, uh, Sorry but uh we parang uh, I I see that okay ka naman so for prepare but we're not re- we can not we can't really yeah yeah hire or but I'm going to because yeah. I,
1: I mean <laughs> up to now, nga sabi, sabi mo sa
0: like uh pre-players friend just is run by me yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, so
1: yeah. we can I mean that's our mission right now to at least this year to start like to build that team that they can really Full time, or panang, mm. it's, it's hard, it's, it's it's really hard. That's the next step, I guess, for brands. Lalo na ayo anghalo mo mm. hard yung just trying to earn. What's mm. harder is trying to build that team that can work for you without you being there. I mean, the brand running oh, right. there. Yeah. But um, other than finding those people, also finding the money to pay them, yeah, 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 to be safe to pay them for the whole year panang. regularly. Yeah, mm. yeah, so yeah, that's that's our struggle right now. Yeah. So, so
0: this, so time, not it's, it's really, fucking awesome. Because it's like, wow, like twenty fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and right now, like I'm talking to you. So you know. Yeah, that's good. That's good.
1: I mean, I yeah. I mean, it took long before. I don't know. It took a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fine. I mean, good it <laughs> done, man. Yun, yeah, it's patience. Ni mo ni mo. I think business-wide, is why it's nagiging karaman. Ka so may mga, mga, I think opinions don about you. Yeah, not pushing it too much. Yeah. Around like being patient with it. Maybe, may mga idol ka ngayon na, or let's say kaitako na parang, al approach, but they wouldn't really reply. But mm. you would know na, hindi naman nila na mga no? yun I mean, no, yun no. it's more of, wala. I mean, it was not the right time for, for that yeah. to happen. So.
0: Also, actually, and also the feeling of you putting yourself out there, and you, you're you one of the people who, who tried to, like, email. Not mm-hmm. just prevail like er, any mm-hmm. other brands, like the hundreds. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Like, yeah. I emailed them. Like everyone, I emailed everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just the feeling of one of the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's cool. That's good. That's good.
1: I, I mean, honored that getting the feeling, the feeling.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people who feels the same. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, I try. That's problem, whenever I mean, we try to hire or at least get interns now or per project basis, because I also do the HR. <laughs> the lang. Sure. Three months after, na sorry, I sorry, I'm uh, interested to go <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, it's more of because we do a lot, we do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can say so Sa everything.
0: Hello, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you for having yeah. me. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right, thanks for listening. I hope you guys got inspired. And if you want to know more about the show, visit the website or on Instagram and Twitter. All those good stuff are linked on the description below and you may find more episodes on Spotify. Yeah, see you.